They say that money can't buy happiness, but that's untrue. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and get your slice of the good life. This week on the BAMFCast, episode 445, works every time. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey! Bamfcast. Episode 445. Right. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Yes. Guess what today is? Um, it's Tuesday? No. <laughs> no. Friday. No, it's oh. Friday. Friday. Episode releases. Oh, right. Turkey Day. Right. Exploitation Friday. Yeah. I, yeah. We're all right. filled with turkey. And sure. When we watched the Black Exploitation yeah. movie. Are we filled with jive turkey? Yes. The yeah. best turkey. Oh, okay. What you call? <laughs> Culture cocksucker. <laughs> yes. As a, as is our rule. Yes. If we can do a black exploitation movie somehow, yeah. we're going to do a black exploitation yeah. movie somehow. So we squeezed I, one in with I'm a twist. Surprised that we, uh, you know, waited this long to pull a, a second helping. You know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's what you do on Friday after Thanksgiving. It is, right? yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. well, you know what we didn't do? We didn't introduce ourselves or do oh. a whole other. Well, I don't stuff. know what this show is about sure. until you do that. Exactly. If they're listening, they know. Right. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Backy. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And just in case you didn't know what we do each and every episode of this year of Vamfcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Hmm. Come in here and talk about it for the first half and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. jocks. I enjoy robot jocks. It is a fine movie. However, I agree. There are bad bad movies. This is stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale, one to five bags and giant bags of trash in which they belong. Garbage. Ooh. Throw them out with your turkey carcass. Trash. Mm-hmm. So, as we already explained, yeah, what it's 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 black exploitation in November, <laughs> black exploitation Friday, right? Yeah, black exploitation yeah. Friday, black exploitation Friday, black exploitation Friday, black exploitation Friday. Yeah, the more you say it, the better it gets. Yeah, it's fantastic. Black exploitation yeah. Friday, black exploitation so, Friday. Because we're kind of cheating, and, and this isn't really true black exploitation history months like we normally do. We Correct. decided to swerve ever so slightly into 1996's original gangsters, gangsters, gangsters. It's sort of like that. <laughs> yes, it's sort of like that. Yeah, Black Friday turkey sandwich. You mix it up a little bit, right? You, you add some some <laughs> some sauce, some sauce, some years, <laughs> many years, some age. Yeah, yeah. No, this was a movie that uh, we had kind of said that's no, that doesn't qualify for Black Exploitation History Month because it's not right that. But so, when we're wild carding like we are now, yeah, totally it's counts. Time yeah. to do it. it's time. Everything's back. Plus, on we the had table. a disc for it, so. I, sure. I, I will say I don't really like any of the plot summaries. You know, I usually read one. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I like about the one on IMDb is the very first line. Okay. And that's because it says, a violent street gang, the rebels, rule the streets of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I just Ooh. like that it's so ma- matter of fact. It is? Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. But yeah, that's where this movie takes place. Mm-hmm. There's more and we're going to talk about it, so I'm not going to read the rest of it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 Another reason we picked this. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I don't think we have a more alumni-packed episode ever. No. Oh, no. Jesus. Like, just the list of names, for one, and then how many times all of them have shown up Yeah, is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Director Larry Cohen. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kind of? Like, it, he didn't it, direct Fred it? Williamson Shadow directed uh, it. Okay. There's, there's behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. 
They but both Larry kind of directed, but... L- Larry Cohen is listed as the director. Correct. Of Cue the Winged Serpent, mm-hmm. The Ambulance, and writer of I, the Jury, and Maniac Cop 1 and 2. Yeah. That's I, a pedigree. Which is weird because this wasn't... This was set in Gary, Indiana, and not New York City. Yes. Well, there's a reason for that. Several reasons, actually. Yeah, because we'll Gary's to. a shithole. It is a fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fred Williamson. Mm-hmm. Hammer. That Man Bolt. Three the Hard Way, Bucktown, 1990, The Bronx Warriors. <clears throat> All of those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Starring him. Jim Brown, 100 Rifles, Slaughter, Black Gun, Slaughter's Big Ripoff, Three the Hard Way. Fucking badass man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love Jim Brown. Yes. Pam Greer, Cool Breeze, Sheba Baby, Bucktown, Friday Foster, Class of 1999, and Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. What a pedigree. Yeah. Paul Winfield of Trouble Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Troubleman. Troubleman. A five jocks movie. It a is. fucking fantastic movie. Yes. Uh, Richard Roundtree. You may have heard of him as Shaft. Oh. He was also in Shaft's Big Score, Cue the Winged Serpent, Maniac Cop, Amityville, A New Generation, and Theodore Rex. Yeah. <laughs> he was the man who had to get his pole up in Theodore Rex. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Robert Forster of the Delta Force, Peacemaker, Demolition University, and Dragon Wars. God, that is a terrible filmography for Robert <laughs> it's, Forster. It's, it's D Wars. D Wars. D Wars. Robert uh, Worcester. I, I will not <laughs> I will not hear anything bad about Dragon Wars. I just want you to know no. that movie fucking rules. Yeah. Uh Charles Napier of One Man Force, Maniac Cop 2, Cop Target, and Dragon Fight. Yeah, Dragon Fight. Which I will also not hear anyone speak ill of. That's Dragon Fight. Dragon Fight. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, Wings Hauser of Beastmaster 2 through the Portal of Time and Watchers 3. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both Charles Napier and Wings Hausers, weirdly Southern for being (laughs) government officials of Gary, Indiana. They saw an opportunity and were like, let's move up to Gary, (laughs) Indiana. Be shitty government employees. Yeah. <laughs> Collect a paycheck. Hope we don't die. Yeah. 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 Is that it? Yeah. That's yes. all. Okay. Yeah. That's, that, is I, a, that is a list. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, all Ron right, o- let's rate it. I mean, Ron O'Neill's in this Superfly, but we've never had Superfly in a movie, but still, yeah. fucking Ron O'Neill also. So mm-hmm. the gang's all here, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody say Yafit. No Yafit Koto. Yafit Koto, I think, would have had a place in this movie. Sure. I, I get the feeling Yafit just doesn't hang out with anybody. You know, like, like I, with I, aliens. I, yeah, I feel like he's his own man off in his own world. Maybe and everyone else is just like, maybe he wasn't it. it. What? Maybe he wasn't it. And just like at a certain point, he was like, the fuck am I doing here? Uh, <laughs> I get that yeah, reference. Yeah. And he's leaves. That's yeah. a good reference. But yeah, I do feel like, like all these people still know each other mm-hmm. and are still like, hey, man, how's it going? And then they were like, should yes. we call Yafit? And then everyone's like, well, he's kind of weird. Mm. He's talking to the Greys on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I suspect that's the only reason. He tried Yafit to get me like some pure healing pyramids or something. Yeah. yeah. Magnets. Oh, magnets. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie. Yeah. So the voiceover basically quickly explains how Gary was once a thriving community thanks to a huge steel mill that employed like most of, most of the town. Yep. Um, that population was like 300,000, 400,000 at some point in time. And then 
steel mill closed and gangs started taking over, you know, well, there was, everything shut down. Yeah, yep. everything shut down. And then like, but it was primarily the rebels and the what was the other one? The Psychos? Diablos. 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 There's also a third gang, but they never yeah. come into play. They're they're not really mentioned in the voiceover. It's just like, hey, these two things. Like one of them took over a train station. One of them took over the old steel mill. Yeah. Um. And then you know things got worse. And oh, look, you're this there's what this place used to be in this place, and this place was great. And now yeah, it's a I do appreciate that about the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is like they that, basically give these places a feeling to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the one Where it's like, like, he's the like the bakery used to have the best whatever. Yeah, the yeah. glaze and chocolate donuts. And then yeah. he's like, this movie theater, it was a great movie theater. You know what the mo- last movie they showed there? <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, damn. So it's been closed a while. Yeah. But, yeah. So it's pretty much a complete and total shithole at this point. And yet people, ins- it's one of those things where it's like, man, our town is incredibly fucked up, but... I guess we just keep living here. I mean, yeah. a lot of it is people can't afford to move, which sure. is understandable. But some people have an out and they just don't take it. Well, like business owners are probably doing OK enough to get the fuck out. And yeah. yet they don't. Yeah. You know, they, they don't want to leave their town behind. They have too much pride to leave and give it up to the gangsters. But yeah. Feel although that they have kind of given it up to the gangsters. Feel right. that sting? That's that's pride. Mm-hmm. Fucking witch. Fucking witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, there's a basketball game happening, and mm-hmm. a gang, a group of people get hustled by a guy who's real good at basketball. Mm-hmm. And then he, he's all, he's practically might as well be wearing like a Team USA like tracksuit. He's wearing I mean, like a yeah. '96 yeah. jumpsuit. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, like it's like yeah, okay, guy, you know, like maybe don't dress the part of you know pro athlete. Yeah, but. and they're just like, how'd you get so good at basketball? And he's just like, I don't know, I just uh, you know I living on the streets, picked, I guess. Picked up some skills on yeah. the streets. Okay, bye. But this is real dumb because he fucking lives in Gary, Indiana, where there's only 14 people left anyway who aren't in gangs. And so, like, immediately the gang is like, well, OK, we'll pay him his money. But, man, he hustled us. So he has to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they wait for him to basically go back t- to his area of town, mm-hmm. which is his mom, Pam Greer, uh, owns the beauty shop across the street from this grocery store. That's like everybody's favorite grocery store, the mm-hmm. Buckman's grocery store. Yep. And he's just like, well, if I'm going to go make a call, you know, call my lady out in the payphone because that's a box where there used to be a wired phone. Yeah. What? Just, I'm just explaining I just, it. For, I love for, that he needed privacy. Yes. So he went to a payphone, a payphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of it's course, the second he steps in the payphone drive by and yes. he's dead. He is. And lots of screaming and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and this starts like, OK, well. Everybody's coming back uh, because. Before Fred Williamson shows up, basically during the drive by, the old man bookman, old man bookman, <laughs> old man bookman, <laughs> uh, <laughs> old man bookman <laughs> from the bookmobile on um, PBS. <laughs> he basically writes down the uh, the license plate of the car that mm-hmm. and gives it to the Robert Forrester, the, the detective. Yes, it was like I didn't see who did it, but they it was a blue, you know, cougar broken mm-hmm. tail light. This license plate, go get him, and. Little, and a, and a, little, little snitch kid basically overhears this and like goes goes to the gang is like, "Hey, old man, found your car. You better ditch it." So yeah. they do, and then go and intimidate the old man, and ostensibly are going to kill him. They basically make like, you know, this is going to be one guy's initiation, like kill the old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, and he doesn't. He, sh- I don't know if it's intentional or if he just sucks. It's 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 intentional. Yeah, but he, because he, he's he, the guy very clearly doesn't want to kill him, yeah. but has to still act like he's a tough guy, part of the gang. Yeah. And they shoots him in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. turns out old man Pokemon is Fred Williamson's dad. So yeah. he shows up in a private jet with a bag. <laughs> and man, Fred Williamson gives himself one hell of an entrance in this movie. Yeah, he does. Because private jet rolls up. The 
gangway plank, whatever the hell it is, like drops down. Mm-hmm. He comes out, big old cigar in his mouth, bag in hand. Taxi's like right there to pick some pick him up, and he's just and, music is banging yeah, too. Music is just fucking yeah. blaring, and it's. Yeah, and it's, then, it's a hero's entrance. Yeah. I have yeah. to take points off, though, because this is the shittiest cab it, it that oh, Gary, yeah. Indiana, possibly could have to offer. It is. Or maybe it's or the, was or, it the nicest. I was going to say, it might be <laughs> well, the nicest We never cab. saw any other cabs. Mm-hmm. There, there's a scene immediately following this where there's a pristine cab oh, driving. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if that's supposed to be his cab or not, but. Did he switch cabs? Maybe he switched for, cabs. Yeah, he's yeah. like, nah, this cab yeah. is not nice enough for the hammer. Where's the crown? Get me the fuck out of this car. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, okay. Let, let's talk about all the gang members for a second. Oh, okay. Um, a couple of them are actors. A couple of them are musicians. A lot of them are local gang members. Like actual gang members? Yes. Okay. Um, like for real, for real? Yes. So, it, it's hard to tell exactly who's who. Like who's an actor, who's a musician, and who is a local. But they are all really acting. Like super acting. Like we are going to perform like child actor acting. Yeah. Especially the one dude. Um, oh God. What is his name now? Is he Spyro? No, Spyro's the leader. Okay. The, the, the crazy henchman with the, with the teeth and the hair. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be- because Spyro was the main guy. Damien was the bald dude. who was like his second yeah. in command. Yes. And the, then the there 90 was year old guy who is second in command of this yeah. gang for some reason. You're talking about easy do with the perm and everything. Yeah. 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 That guy. Yeah. I uh, want to say it's KO, but I don't. It is KO. Yes. It's yeah. KO, and he is played by somebody like uh, Drew Down, whoever yeah. that is. Yeah, that guy's fucking oh, going for oh, it. He is a, he oh, is a rapper. yeah. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay. Well, he is fucking going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is the one you most want to see dead. Like he is just the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he's clearly the one hanging out of the car, gunning down the the basketball guy, mm-hmm. and because you know, he's the one who got beat by the basketball right. guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's just like he's immediately like the guy who's like he's got the short man's complex, just like you've got to be bigger and louder than everybody else. But yes. and he's also the character who literally never has a scene of any sort of humanity or redemption. No. He is an evil motherfucker. Yeah. Every single scene he shows up in, and he's gonna let everyone in that scene know. That he is an evil motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he, he also is? What? He is also the son of Bootsy Collins. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Huh. Yeah. Well, but he right. is he is just like, hey, Spike, let me go kill him, Spike. Come on, Spike. <laughs> yeah. We got we to gotta murder him. Don't listen to the reason, Spike. Come on. Let's just murder everybody. Let's, let's burn the city to the ground. Let's do it. And, you know, the, the leaders of the gang are just like, dude, just calm down mm-hmm. whatever but yeah so fred williamson's here and he goes to visit his dad in the hospital and he's yeah. like come on guys you gotta you gotta leave this fucking shithole i'm fucking fred williamson oh, yeah, here. Because, i got tons of money yeah because yeah. he's a, like a former nfl player i guess yeah he's fred Williamson. <laughs> well yeah. yeah i'm just saying like he's got money he's you know flying on private jets he, yeah. he was like a football player slash coach he's trying to get them to move to yeah. la mm-hmm. he's just like come on get out of this town and his mom who is mrs jefferson Mm-hmm. Um, is just like the hell. No, we will not. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they're Gary so Indiana's offended. Our that, home. Yeah, it's like yeah, but mom, dad got shot, and you're all going to die. Yeah, <laughs> and she's is... like, no son of mine would talk to me that way. And he has a sister, and we never see her again. No, nope. <laughs> she did not want to be part of the shenanigans, the original gangsting. Right. I, yeah, I guess so. Um. Yeah, so this is just kind of Fred Williamson just, you know, 
dealing with shit. Yeah, because he goes he goes back to the the market, mm-hmm. and there's dudes just looting it. Yep, just taking everything out. So taking boxes of cereal. Oh yeah, they've just yeah, like claimed the place. They're yeah. just like yeah, this yeah. They're is like this is our place now, mm-hmm. and he beats the hell out of them and kicks them out. Yep. Well, he somewhat beats the hell out of them. He he, he and then like dude kind of jumps him and and uh, uh, Pam Greer has to save him because like. One dude, like he thought everybody. Well, was what down. happens is he one dude pulls a gun on him, but he's able to get the gun away, right. mm-hmm. and then he's got him like in a headlock, and he's pointing the gun at the other guys. Yeah, and the way he makes them get, oh, that's right. put that's down right. their yeah. guns mm-hmm. is sorry. Yeah. He first shoots the dude in the foot. Yeah. that he's holding hostage. Yes, and so he's then, been in town two hours and has oh, already yeah. committed a felony. Yeah, and then <laughs> points the gun at the guy's dick. Mm-hmm. And is basically like, all right, drop him. And everyone's like, oh, no, yes. <laughs> take like, our oh. guns. Don't shoot that man yeah. in the dick. We'll see you later. Glocks or cocks. <laughs> yep. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then as they're running away, which the one guy who the one guy's running away mm-hmm. or, or they're, you know, he's joining the rest of the crew who have taken off. And then one guy comes around the corner and basically gets the jump on Fred Williamson. Yeah. To which Pam Greer beats the hell out of him with a pipe yep. or a bat or something. Mm-hmm. But. Yep. Severe spinal injury to this young man. Yeah, because yeah. he tells him to run off of the. Like he kind of like stumbles and wobbles, and it's like, yeah, just walk that spinal injury. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah. laughs> that dude falls on his face. Oh yeah, because yeah. W- yeah, he's trying to get up and run away, and it's just like, nope, spine broken in half, <laughs> body no longer yeah, works. But I mean, <laughs> God, she goes for it. <laughs> she goes for it and beating the hell out of him too. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And she's like, "Hey, Bookman, you're back." Mm-hmm. Why'd you leave, you son of a bitch? <laughs> God, yeah, that the entire first act is everyone telling Fred Williamson he's a piece of shit for making money and leaving. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also for starting the rebels and leaving. Right. Yeah, he, he started the gang, but yeah. the gang was apparently a protection gang. Yeah. And I don't think he, at this point, he, they have a little bit of a conversation because I don't think he realizes that the kid that got shot was her son. Oh, yeah, no. No, because he's just like, yeah, she's like, what are you doing back? And he's like, yeah, you know, my old man, that whole thing. And she's like, what about you? And he's like, you know, son, dead. He's like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Kenny. Yeah. They killed Kenny. Yeah. You bastards. (laughs) But then he's just like, all right, I got to get some information. So let's go down to the local bar, basically. Mm -hmm. And. No, they don't go to the bar yet. Well, before this, like, as soon as this is done, he's still cleaning up the place Mm -hmm. when, uh, when oh, that's Sp- right. yeah. Spyro and Damien and their whole crew yeah. roll up. Yeah, they're like, uh, get out of here. This place is ours. Yeah, it's like, this is ours now. Yeah, and he's like, no, brother. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> yeah, he, he calls a lot of people brother. Mm-hmm. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. But, and they, and, just, they just have a back and forth. And I mean, the, the, the thing about this movie is that everyone knows that these guys killed Kenny. Like, mm-hmm. everyone fucking knows. But, like, the cops are like, well, what are we going to do? And, you know, the mayor and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, he, yeah. you know, these guys roll in and are like, you know, we're going to kill you. And he's like, uh-uh. And starts throwing groceries at them and yeah. beats their ass for a little bit. Yeah. Somebody gets hit in the head with a bottle or a can something or something like right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a scrape. And then it, it, it sprawls outside and he's kind of starting to get his ass kicked. Yeah. And that's when, like, you know, from off screen punch and throw against a car and. Suddenly it's Jim Brown. I don't think it's Jim Brown yet either. Yeah. No, that's when he's getting his shave and his haircut, right? Is it? Yeah, I don't know. There's so many like random brawls and people saying. Well, the thing is like characters just appear in this movie. People don't get introduced. They they just show up mid scene. Yeah. Fred Williamson is the only one who gets a proper introduction. Everyone else is like, oh, shit, that person's here. Like like Pam Greer, our introduction to her is her walking out of the store right after her son gets shot. Yeah. Right. 
you know, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And we don't know that it's her son or any of that. Well, just like, he, yeah, you know, one one of the times he's randomly walking down the street is when you meet Ron O'Neill. She's yes. like, hey, you're back in town. Yeah. You probably should have come back. Like, Let's sir. have a long walk and talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, like, I just, I just yeah. love the way he ends. He's like, why didn't you come back? He's like, well, you know, he's like, we should have come back. Maybe seen what was going on. He's like, yeah, yeah well, you know, and he's like, well, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Yep. And then Ron O'Neill leaves and is pretty yeah. much gone for the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and then Fred Williams goes on TV. Yes. Yeah. And calls out the mayor. Yeah. And is like, yeah, well, if the mayor was doing his job, <laughs> we wouldn't have all these gangs running around. And I'm here to tell those gangs they're done. Yeah. And they literally cut the cameras and he's like taking his mic off and they're like, there's a call for you from the mayor. And he's <laughs> the like, yeah. on the phone. <laughs> I just love it. He's like, what well, took him so long? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to see the mayor. The mayor's Charles Napier. Mm-hmm. And he's got an assistant who is Wings Hauser. And they're just like, Look, our hands are tied. There's nothing we can do. We're just the law. So yeah, and they're like, "You started this because you started the gang, <laughs> right?" So it's really your fault. And Fred Williamson never denies this. He's just like, "Yeah, but yeah, fuck how do y'all. we fix it now?" Yeah, and so they're like, "You got to go see Paul Winfield. He's the he's the reverend. He'll mediate." Yeah, he's he's the everyone respects him. Yeah, but he they they say he's the mediator who gets along with all the gangs. Yeah, so he's he's the one who can bring everyone together. So you got to negotiate. And Fred Williams is like, no, I want to kill him. And they're like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> We'd rather you not do that. <laughs> Please go talk to the reverend. Um, he talks to the reverend. That goes poorly real fast. Yeah. No, I want to say well, that it's, I, I, it's between this. What happens is he meets with them. Yeah. And then that's when he he's getting a shave. shave yeah. Right. And of course, the Jerry Curl dude, you yeah. know, Cat Williams haircut guy <laughs> comes in and is just talking shit at him saw you on the news <laughs> and, and eventually you know and he's just like fuck you man and ends up beating him up and then he ends up getting basically the the three guys get him yeah kind of get him to the down. ground and then yeah um, and the little guy's yeah, gonna, gonna use the grabs a straight razor the yeah. barber knife gonna kill on. fred williamson yeah. this is it for fred williamson uh-huh. he's done except yeah. Jim Brown is able to show up That's and like uppercut the- men into the air. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Jim Brown was a prize fighter of right. some sort. Of course. Yeah. We, yeah. we learned that shortly after that. Like that's yeah. how he got out of the gang yeah, and but, the town. But yeah, Jim Brown is just like, you know, we like we enjoy the kick to the face from off screen. This mm-hmm. is the uppercut to the chin from yes. off screen, basically. Yeah. And he shows up, beats everyone up. And then, of course, the cops are like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, one cop wanders oh, into yeah. the scene like, what's all this ruckus? Yeah. <laughs> Could you describe the ruckus? And and they're all just like, no ruckus, sir. And he's like, OK, then. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, get out of here, you gangsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, Jim Brown, you're yeah. here. Cool. And then they catch up and he's yeah. just like, yep, my, my son was the one that was killed. But, mm-hmm. you know, he never knew me. But yeah, this is a weird story. He's just like, yeah, Kenny was my son. Uh, Pam Greer just told me to go away. Yeah, wouldn't let him near. Him. Yeah, it's like she found out she and was he, pregnant and she told me to go away. And I was like, well, that's odd. Yeah, <laughs> that's the opposite of what happened. Yeah, and he tried to send her checks and she never yeah. cashed a single one of them. It sounded like he tried to do everything right. Mm-hmm. I, I, they never quite explained that strife they, except that he was a boxer and well, they maybe do. she's she's like basically it's later in the movie, but she's basically like, look, I knew if. I told you to stay because of the kid. You'd you'd hate me for the rest of my life, and you, you know you were on your way to being coming a champ. He could come back on weekends. I I know I mean, that's like, just that's the explanation <laughs> the movie gives is yeah. that like I I let you go it's because just, yeah it's a weird all or nothing thing. Yeah. He could have still been mm-hmm. a boxer and also a father. <laughs> yeah, because there's a there's a tender moment where they finally like, sit down and have a chat, and right. it's like 
she's basically like, yeah, you were on the way up, you know. Yeah, 22, 20 years too late, they hashed this out, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they could have really sat down. Right. And, yeah. Um, so th- I think that's when he goes to the bar. They go to the bar um, and just they have a discussion. And it's just like, yeah, what are we going to do? And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, hey, Shaft's over here playing pool. Let's talk to him. Yeah. Shaft gets shafted, basically. Like, he gets no cool introduction whatsoever. He's literally just in the corner playing pool, and the camera just kind of cuts himself. to him. By himself. Yeah. And they're yeah, just To the like, point that it, like, took me half a second. I was like, oh, wait, that's that's Richard Roundtree. Like, yeah. Because there's no, like, fanfare of just, like, nope. just, like that's None. a dude playing pool. It kind of looks like, wait, that is Shaft. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I own a hardware store. These gangs are f- terrible, and, you know, good luck to y'all. Yeah. And then he's gone. For yeah. It, well, he basically <laughs> says, like, if you guys are going to make some changes, I'm in. Yeah. Because yeah, they sort of predator handshake on it. Yeah, they, they kind of like, do. Yeah. But no. And, he, and he, he and Ron O'Neill have two scenes in this movie. It, it's mm-hmm. weird because, like, there are multiple times in this movie where there's like a fuck. Yeah, let's do this moment. And then they're just like, well, we'll go plan some more. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's kind of what's frustrating is that, yeah. you know, where this is going right. from the get go. They seem to know where this is going from the get go. Mm-hmm. Jim Brown is like, I'm going to murder all these motherfuckers. And Fred Williamson is like, no, no, I have a meeting with them, with yeah. the reverend. We're going to talk it out first. And Jim Brown's like, fuck that. Yeah, because yeah, because we hadn't <laughs> even gotten to the meeting, really, because he had a whole dialogue with Tim Brown. was like, I'm ready to murder all these yeah. motherfuckers. And he, he's he like, goes, I hear you. But... He, goes, he goes to this meeting with his sister and his mom. Mm-hmm. His, his dad's still in the hospital. Yeah. And, th- and this goes poorly real quick mm-hmm. until it's a basically like shouting match, including like Mrs. Jefferson just like, fuck you. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are going to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I want you. I'm going to send you there. <laughs> She's like, oh, turn yourselves in. Right. And they're all like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a there's a weird like they go back to their place, which is like just must be like in a wind tunnel because mm-hmm. like they've got this, this pad where it's just like. The wind is just blowing yeah. for some reason. And um, I thought it was like fans to yeah, cool them off. <laughs> maybe. But they basically they confront the dude that was supposed to kill his dad, the shopkeeper. Yeah. Old man bookman. <laughs> and and they're basically like, yeah, why didn't you know? How come you couldn't get a, a bullet in his head at, at point blank? He's like, but I, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. And then they just, huh? they're just like pull the gun. He's like, no, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And then they they straight shoot this dude in the head yeah. and the squib lights his head on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It, for a while until he falls yeah. off frame like it's like ow <laughs> i mean yeah it's like in predator when someone gets the, the yes. laser yeah. thing yeah. and they just start sparking and their shirt catches hits. on fire yeah, yeah. It's like that, that's what happens to this dude's head yeah yeah but he's dead and then the cops fight and we're like well an eye for an eye or something this is all good right yeah. and they're like he's like fuck no it's not all good and he's like Robert Forster's like, really? Because, like, it's better than what we could yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> like, this seems like the best outcome, really. Yeah. Like, the guy that killed, trying to kill your dad is dead. So, come on. Case closed? Yeah. <laughs> no paperwork? And, and is that the last time we see him? Like, or does he come back yes. at all? Robert Forster That's is the last time we see gone him. after I think that. so, yeah. yeah he's just like. Fred that. Williamson sends him and his partner out of his father's hospital room right. and then that, the, out, and of the out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. He's just like, I don't know. Best case. I, yeah. Fuck. Yep. Oh, well. Robert Ford, by the way, like, so this is okay. This is obviously 20 years after the exploitation genre, mm-hmm. but this movie is not about evil whitey in any way, shape or form. No, the white like Robert Forster is a good cop. Like he actually is like, look, good ish. I mean, I mean, he's a fucking <laughs> Gary, Indiana cop. So fuck, you know, anything. But he seems to he's like, if you tell me the information, we will figure this out. I mm-hmm. promise you that I believe him. His partner yeah. seems like a piece of shit, but I believe Robert Forrester. The mayor is just an idiot, 
And Wingshauser is just Winghauser, but like no one's like there's no evil whitey in this. Yeah. No. Even even though it is stocked full of dudes who should be evil whitey. Like the mayor and Wingshauser especially mm-hmm. should have just at some point shown up and just been like we're also in this. I mean, really, yeah. the only guy who is kind of the archetype of the evil white dude from an original black exploitation thing is Paul Winfield. Yeah, because like he's that slimy, like I'm keeping the peace, but yeah. I'll turn on the dime. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's kind of the shittiest dude in this, really. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he just goes he along, though. He doesn't really do anything like he doesn't have a, a turn necessarily. Well, except for like. When they come, when they're putting the deal together to have the sit down, he's like, "Well, I got this orf- orphanage thing, and if you yeah, know, sure. if you kick in a little money, yeah. the, yeah. the gangs are the only slimy, source but... of money in town. I mean, sure. there's no other money in this town. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, he's kind of the weaseliest dude in <laughs> sure. everyone here. But I, I, being of age as Paul Winfield's character is, he's probably thinking. I'm keeping the peace as best I can. I'm negotiating these things. These dudes have money. If they can put it towards. You know, it's like the evil corporations putting money, giving money to charity. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, okay, we'll take yeah, it. Some, but... some weird balance of the scales. Or yeah, something. yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's it's a weird political dynamic. But sure. but yeah, the the crux of the movie is just evil gang versus the old, old school gang who have come back and are like, right. which is technically the same gang. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, and they don't recognize their elders the way they should. They no. really don't. No. They like, kind of recognize him like like when the forty year old dude shows up at the frat house and like, oh yeah, you're in this. That's cool. Why yeah. don't you leave? Yeah, like <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hmm. I mean, from here it's. I, well, so they they go and they make they basically recruit Paul Winfield and they're like they've got a plan like they're gonna do this 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 and we don't know what the plan is yet. It's just like they're all like plan 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 and the kid who overheard the thing about the the old man bookman and the car and the and the police yeah. is like hiding in the stairwell and they catch him and and he's like on his way to go tell spike or spyro whatever the hell right. it is. And well their plan was okay we've got a map of the city here's the territories of the three gangs mm-hmm. we need to pit them all against each other right so that they just destroy themselves and then we don't have to do anything yeah they've mm-hmm. also had a uh, a conversation with like in the church like what the way they basically recruited Paul Winfield is like they went to the church to the actual people with no gang members present and said, like, look, you know how a gang operates? It's like because the gang basically said, let's fuck everything up in the city because the bookmans are are, are playing ball. Yeah, so let's they fuck say everybody, fuck up. everybody up except. Yeah, yeah the they agree. The bookmans yeah. won't be touched. So fuck everybody I don't, else. I don't even yeah. think it's like a normal church session. I think it's just like everyone went down to the church like, fuck the bookmans. Yeah. Like, get them out of here. Everyone was still and alive. Then, and then they kind of like stood up and said, like. Well, we could do that, and, and I have the money. We can leave. Mm-hmm. I can totally leave, or you, we can all get on the same page, because how does a gang work? It, you know, strength in numbers. We have numbers. What if we all gang together and take them down? Yeah. And everyone's kind of like, yes, yes, I yes, like ish. that idea. And so Pam Greer's like training people to whack, you know, people with sticks and brooms and everything. She's basically teaching self-defense courses, right. except adding offense into it. Yes. Right. Involving bats. Yeah. yeah. Which they, they, you know, some old ladies whack some dummies and stuff like that. And they're like, yay. And that's that's when like the, that's when the, the love theme from original gangsters kicks in. And you yeah. have like Jim Brown comes in and they hash out the whole thing we talked about earlier. Right. Mm-hmm. But then they're like having a little sidebar with Paul Winfield, uh, Jim Brown and Fred Williamson or just like the three of them. And they're like, all right, this is what the actual plan is. We're going to, you know, they're going to protect mm-hmm. themselves because they're learning how to do stuff from Pam Greer. That's when they catch the kid. The kid's like. 
he runs like he's off to tell Spyro everything. And then like, he's just like, I felt really bad about <laughs> turning in your dad. Like, like one minute after I told him, like, that was a really bad idea. I shouldn't have done. I that. shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, well, you're going to help us. And he's, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can totally set you up with like the, the rebels gun runners and everything. Like, cause I'm a businessman. It's like, you know, this costs about $15,000. I heard about the gun deal or something like that. I just want 10% finders for you. And for some reason, Fred Williams and trust him is like, go cool kid. Go make the deal. Yeah. And like Pam Greer especially is just like that kid's gonna sell us out. And Fred Williams is like, nope, he's gonna get fifteen hundred dollars from me. Him. Yeah, he's good. Yep, and he is. Like he takes Fred Williams into mm-hmm. the <laughs> and introduces him as like this is the rebels buying guns. Yeah, which it's not a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. But not like they're and the, you know the super stereotypical. Mexican dude show up and is like, hey, got the guns oh, and everything here. God. <laughs> and so they buy some guns and they agree it's upon like the price. Proto Paul Rodriguez. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that happens. And then they, now they have guns and their their plan really is. It's it's a strange plan because the first thing they do is they go to the rebels hideout. Mm-hmm. They steal um, not Spyro's ride, but the other dude, um, Damien, Damien's thing, ride, because yep. he's got a like classic Buick style old car, mm-hmm. you know, very specific, looking yeah, very car. specific looking car. They drive it over to the Diablo's place and just do a drive by and drive by. <laughs> yes. But like <laughs> they must've been spraying incendiary rounds because like yeah. it sets everything on fire. Like all of their cars blow up and there's a massive explosion. And then they circle back around and do a redrive by <laughs> yes. and then like peel off and they're like, cool. They're going to think the rebels did this. Let's park it back at the place and get out of here. And that's exactly what they do. They just park the car back and they're like, we're done. Yeah. But well, of course, the Diablos are like, fuck the rebels. They did this. Yeah. But this. But their retaliation is to like go to start like, gunning down people. Yeah. yeah. Like In innocent people playing basketball or whatever. It's strange because they describe like the population of this place as being decimated over the years. But there's a lot of people in this city. Like there's people everywhere. Everywhere. I think everyone in town came out for the yeah. movie, made it look a bit more populated but, than it was. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's like there's a. I don't know if it's like just a regular pickup game or what, but there's basketball happening with a, a ton of spectators. And yeah, they just start mowing into the crowd with, with a drive by. Yeah. Um, dudes just show up with Molotov cocktails into a, a street of houses and start chucking them into each house. And holy God. So obviously these are houses that were pretty desolated to begin with, yeah. and they fixed them up quickly and just made them look like habitable houses uh, so they could blow them up later. But Jesus Christ, I don't think the people on set were prepared for these explosions. Oh, no, no. I don't think anybody was. Because, well, because like the very, you, you see people getting out safely. Like yeah. it's it's kind of like the G.I. Joe cartoon exactly. thing. Where like everyone's running out safely, except like the very, like there's like three houses in a row. And then the very last one, it's like, oh, the whole family got it. Except, oh, shit, not that guy. That yeah. guy's got to take it to Burning Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And while he's down five feet on the ground in front of the house, sort of stopped dropping and rolling, not real well, he's not rolling. He no. stopped and dropped and then it's just like, I'm on fire. Um, then the house explodes like, it's over that, him. It's that secondary <laughs> explosion that kicks in. Oh, it's, yeah. like, well, it's like they hit the gas lines or something, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, because yeah. so like it's it's a good four different houses that each one blows up while there are people standing right there. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yep. like. 10 15 yards away from it yeah mm-hmm. and some of these houses go up mm-hmm. yes fred williamson bought a block yeah. so that he could blow up all these houses yes yeah i'm so impressed it's I'm so um, happy about that it, about halfway into this movie we were like okay they better have been filming this in fucking gary indiana because they're gonna blow up this town <laughs> because this is that's where it all starts. it's good for <laughs> yeah but apparently he's fred williamson is from gary indiana and 
is there actually a big gang problem there? Like um, at yeah, the time there yes. was. Okay, okay. Yeah. All so, that area I don't know is about now, but. incredibly depressed yeah. and okay. has been for yeah. decades the, now. The backstory yeah, of this movie there's is like true. no hope yeah. okay. in those in these towns. Yeah. So, they used to call it the steel belt and I believe it's the rust belt now. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he basically bought that block of houses so they could blow yeah. them up for the movie. And they don't waste explosives blowing up those houses. Holy God. Mm-hmm. It's um Yeah. And it's, they make, a, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they make the most of this of the houses burning because like there are gang members in the scene who are who are like intimidating Paul Winfield and they're like, see what you did. And also Fred Williamson wanders in because he finds the kid because the bad guys have found the kid and flat out murdered him by making by just, just breaking his. Yeah. Neck. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole sequence of events of that is they realize that the war is on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they call their gun supplier, who is the same guy that yeah. uh, obviously Fred Williamson went, went to earlier. He's like, Hey, and, and he's like, Hey, the guns. I'm getting four or five days. <laughs> well, he, yeah. He's like, we need four or five all the guns. business days. He's it's, like, why so this, long? He's yeah. Like, this, this is an Amazon prime. <laughs> it takes a while. No drones come yeah. to carry Indiana. Yeah. But yeah, but he, they're, they're like, he's like, you bought this place a geographical oddity. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's like two weeks from everywhere. Yeah. But he's like, you bought all our stock. <laughs> we're all out the yeah new shipment comes in later and he's like what are you talking about we bought all these stuff he's like yeah you it was the the old guy and that kid the dapper gentleman with the mustache oh yeah. no that damien describes him like that yeah. he's like see i told you it was him yeah, yeah. so they've just murdered that, those guys that's, <laughs> that's what stops off them deciding to burn the buildings is yeah. when they get yeah. that information they're yeah. like fuck this shit yeah but but he kills him and then damien smartly is like you just killed the one guy who could tell the Diablos <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't us. It's mm-hmm. like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. They were the witness. <laughs> yep. yep. But but they're dead. And then, of course, that, that leads them to go find the kid, yeah. kill him, mm-hmm. dump him. Yeah, because yeah. Cause Fred Williamson picks up the kid's body while all the houses are burning. Yep. Just finds him yeah. in the trash next to a tree and is just like, oh, man. And then just picks him up and carries him down the street. Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, where are you taking him? But he apparently takes him somewhere where Pam Greer happen. is, so Pam Greer can go. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, let's murder some people. Yeah. <laughs> he took him where the sheriff was in the Christopherson movie. Oh, it's right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people don't know how to dispose of bodies. Just right. like <laughs> drive away in the yeah. truck, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So isn't this like when gang members try to then go to the bookman store and they're going to Molotov the whole yeah, block? Yeah, that, that was like next yeah. on the agenda. And that's when like the public comes out and starts <laughs> whipping ass. Yeah, they just come out with their yeah. sticks and crutches and just start beating fools. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and from and this point, it's just it's kind of it's like badly paced chaos. Just because like, yeah, because yeah, like Shaft shows back up and Superfly shows back up and everybody kind of like sort of reconvenes like they had yeah, this plan what happened is paul winfield when they're threatening him yeah they're like you need to tell us where the guns right. are we know he's got them yeah and, and he's like, like i don't know they move them all over the place and he's like well you tell us where the next next movement's going to be and yeah. we're going to be there yep mm-hmm. so so it, you're thinking oh no paul winfield's going to sell them out again yeah yeah sort of kind of not really yeah yeah because so it cuts to them like okay we're moving these guns around putting them in the van yeah, they, yeah they're just like in the alley like ooh guns and we're sorting through yeah. them and then like they roll up and they're like run and leave the big pile of guns on the on the ground yeah mm-hmm. and all the guys are like sweet guns you know and the the one guy we enjoy is just like yeah. y'all took all the guns give me one of those guns and so they're like we're gonna shoot you and well the the original three original gangsters <laughs> Uh huh. Like, does the titular gangsters? <laughs> yeah, they all kind of roll out and start shooting, and they're all like, "Well, let's shoot back." Yeah. We have guns now. Yes, and so when they all go to use the guns that they thought they stole from the shipment, 
uh, the guns all sort of comically backfire and yeah, to, explode just, in their faces. You just like, you know, plug the barrels. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what happens. All of them. Yeah. Like they all keep shooting and all the guns keep exploding. It kind of mostly happens all at once. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some of them are dead and some of them are just rolling around on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this is mostly when it becomes who the fuck knows yeah, geographically yeah, where like, any of this is Because that happens and like, they're like, cool, we got him. Like, they're dead. And then they, they have like a brief moment of like, man, I thought it was, was going to feel good to get revenge, but we just <laughs> killed some kids and they were the same age as my son. Oh, well, let's get back to murdering. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Pam Greer has this moment of just like, I thought it was going to be cathartic, but no, nah, it's kind of sad, really. Oh, well, and, and they're all like, yeah, you're right. And then it's just like, quick, shoot these motherfuckers because they're everywhere. Because yeah, like another car load rolls up. And yeah. that, that's when like, like that's when Ron O'Neill comes yeah. out from the fire escape and just soliloquies all over there. <laughs> yeah, there's a double barrel shot automatic shotgun filled with yeah. whatever buckshot. Yeah, and he's all like it spreads it's like get the hell out of here and just start walking. <laughs> Except you red. Um yeah, they make this one guy pick up all the guns and put them in the trash. And he's just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I was in a gang. And then, you know, Shaft just comes out from behind a door, throw, like throws two dudes out of a door mm-hmm. and has another at gunpoint. And they're all just like, oh, hey. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they tried to burn my hardware store. So yeah. I'm in. So, yeah. Like I said I was earlier. Yeah. And they kind of have this moment of let's fucking do this where Jim Brown is also rolled back up. And then all five of them are going to walk down the street like Tombstone style. Mm-hmm. Um and you're like, man, this fucking money shot. Let's do this. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm. yeah, it doesn't really play out. Like I mean, like the to. bad guys like shoot a cop car that's somewhere behind them and a, a car like flips and explodes, which apparently is stock footage from RoboCop 2. Uh, mm. Yeah. But so, yeah, there's just shenanigans on the street. Really? Um, yeah, because like um, what's his face showed back up like the kid who was basketball kids friend. He's like up on a on a roof for some reason, just yeah. like like here they come and like taking some shots and stuff like that. And then for some reason, Damien's like on another roof and he's like he's got a murder boner for this kid, and I don't understand why. Like he knows his name, and yeah. he's like, "How does that feel?" And it's like, "Well, what? Yeah. Like, what's your beef with him?" Yeah. I think maybe they knew they were friends. Also, he showed up at a basketball yeah, game, yeah. like trying to mean mug. Well, he he, he, he brought a gun. Yeah, I he think he was gun gonna. gonna try to shoot somebody but he yeah. couldn't bring himself to do it no he also was kind of surrounded so it was yeah it was, it was a, a bad plan he knew <laughs> he knew it was a death sentence yeah so yeah he liked his friend but he not didn't love him that much <laughs> yeah so i mean like th- he gets shot and falls off the building and pam Greer is like oh no you've been injured and it's yeah. and it's like, we never know if that dude lives <laughs> yeah, but she's really. like don't, <laughs> he's dead she's like don't move we'll get an ambulance yeah. and he's like i just got shot and fell off a building yeah. let me die i just i'm dead yeah. and for some reason uh ko is like not dead even despite the backfired guns yeah mm-hmm. and gets up starts like trying to kick pam Greer's ass mm-hmm. and they have a basically tells her yeah i'm the one who killed your kid yeah, yeah. suck on that he shoots her in the knee during the struggle. She barely cares. Yeah, she's like, ah, all well, right. Well, she's got mommy strength now. Right. You know, it's like, you yeah. Know. Yeah. And uh, basically wins by uh, grabbing him in the dick. And uh, well, that's how she gets the upper hand. And then she just picks up a gun. Yes, and I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's in the fist fight portion. That's yes. how she wins because yes. she grabs him in the junk and, you know, turn your head in coffee and mm-hmm. fucking, like, <laughs> gets the better of him. And yeah, and then, yeah, she's able to get away, get the gun. And shoot him in the chest because like he he tries to say a thing like how do you know that gun's working yeah you know and she's like she, she doesn't get a very good line it's, it's mother's it's, intuition well or yeah. they, intuition they they had the opportunity to give her a good line right. because yeah. oh, she could have just said 
mother's intuition, shot him and said woman's intuition or mm-hmm. mother's intuition, whichever it was. But they instead inserted her saying, what was it? Uh, let's find out, or yeah. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really lame line, especially when you interject yeah. also, what's actually going on. How much better would it have been if she just goes, like, shoots him and goes, because I'm one bad mother? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Remake. Yeah, it, and right. it just doesn't add to the time it, machine list. It doesn't play out well because it's almost like you don't even see him get shot, kind of. Yeah. yeah. You well, just get no, a he, kind of a reaction. He kind of gets like the yeah, yank back. Yeah, like, I mean, like, you get a reaction of it flying back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, we want this motherfucker. Like, we want her to yeah. shoot him in both knees. Yeah. And then she shot him. should have shot him with Ron O'Neill's shotgun of yes. magic yeah. power or whatever yeah. and like blown him across the, the alley. And again, five minutes earlier, Pam Greer led the speech of, I thought it would be cathartic to kill these people, but no, I dis- I, it makes me sad. And now she's just like, murder them all. Well, this one it's, did just admit to killing her son. Understandable. It's mm-hmm. just, I think my point is that that speech was just fucking stupid. Like, they yeah. shouldn't have had her, they shouldn't have any of them had any remorse for any of these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. yeah, but he's dead. Yeah, and the two main bad guys are just like there on Main Street. Yeah. And, we gotta get to the steel mill. Yeah. Go to the steel mill. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then Fred Williamson and Jim Brown are basically like, we're the only ones in the finale. The we're rest of y'all stay here. And Ron O'Neill and, and Richard Roundtree just kind of look at each other like, the fuck do we even show up in this movie yeah. for? <laughs> and so they just they drive to the steel mill and uh, Jim Brown knows a shortcut, which Fred Williamson doubts, but they still they get there before the bad guys. They get well, they get kind of get there at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. Well, it's um, like it, they end up like ramming the bad guy's car into some sort of it doesn't like full on car launch, no. but it starts to like go up the ramp and then yeah. just kind of stop. And they're like, All right, we're here. <laughs> yep. And they jump out and just like in, start their individual fist fights. Yeah. So it's just they pair off. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because like mm-hmm. Jim Brown gets Spyro uh, ostensibly the leader, even though he's the younger dude. Yeah. He's the leader of the gang currently. Yep. So like he gets that fist fight, which is kind of weird. And well, he did threaten him earlier. Sure. He did yeah. tell him he was a dead man. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it, right after I guess the technically funeral. speaking, he does have more skin in the game because like it was his son that got murdered yeah. and the other guy's dad's still alive. So yeah, but Fred yeah. Williamson started all this. He came back because his dad got shot. I know, but still, like, I mean, honestly, well, like he came. Jim Brown should have gotten the kill shot on 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 Ko. Really? Yeah. 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 His dad wouldn't have gotten shot if the other guy didn't get shot right. first. Yeah. So yeah. right. Yeah, I'm okay with the pairing because, like, you know, he kicks his ass and well, and I mean, Fred Williamson fight. Like, also, Fred Williamson got shot in the hand. Yes, uh, during one of the the battles, like straight through the hand, and which he kind of said, "Ouch, this stings," yeah. and then he's okay. And stole <laughs> and, and stole the guy that they made throw the gun away, bottom half of his shirt. He's just like, "Hey, come here for a second, rip!" Like, he's like, "No, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of made a little bit of a tourniquet for his hand, and then so like he's kind of he's having the more awkward fight of the two because I mean, Damien's not a small dude. And this other guy's kind of skinny versus Jim Brown, the boxer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so Jim Brown kind of easily beats this dude until he pulls a knife. Going back to the Fred Williamson thing for a second. I love when movies are just like the bullet went straight through. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I like I just oh, don't yeah, have that, a gaping wound in my yeah. hand, you know, totally fine. It's like, you know, the only serious gunshot wound is when the bullet's still in you. If, if a bullet goes through you, mm-hmm. ah, don't worry no about it. It's fine. That's exactly how they work. Chuck. No. A bullet wound is a bullet wound. Yeah. If, if a bullet stays the, in I you, it, it does additional poison damage mm-hmm. per round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you know anything? Like, yeah. yeah. I guess it is. Turns. Yeah. Well, that's I the thing know. is like I get a paper cut at work and my hand is bleeding for like hours. Yeah. Exactly. Not even get shot. Yeah. 
Well, so you should try getting shot. It's a lot easier than... And so it's like partially cauterized. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that is Um, Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, the bullet goes through. You just wrap it in a bandage. (laughs) No, that sounds like science. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, you you just wrap it it in half (laughs) a FUBU shirt, and you're fine. Yeah. That sounds scientific, so I accept your answer. Yes, makes sense. It's going so fast that it sucks all the blood that's around there out, and no more blood can get in. That is an... Even more scientific answer. Yeah. I like yeah. it better. Yeah. Yeah. It is now fact. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Welcome uh, to 2018, guys. <laughs> so anyway, it, Jim Brown basically breaks that dude's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which because well, like, he, he pulls a knife and tries to bitch his way out of it, and he just kind of like reverses it, grabs around the neck, and is like, sleep. <laughs> yep. And so he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Williamson and the other dude are. Just kind of fighting, and then he gets one good like they live style throw onto the hood of a car. Yeah, or more like a dodge. Yes, slash mild lift. It was a dodge. Uh, the car. I, I don't know. It might have been a Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just basically the the leader of the other gang, like the other gang, lives at this steel mill. Like why yeah. these other dudes were like. Let's go there. They'll protect us is stupid. I think they were just still tr- going to try to make their case of like, look, it wasn't us. Yeah. We didn't do this, which they kind of do. They're kind of shouting it while they're fighting like that. Yeah. But well, because the, the um, what the fuck was their other name? Diablos. Diablos. Yeah. Yeah. Diablos leader who looks like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Comes out with a big ass gun. Yep. And he as soon as like Damien sees him, he's just like, it wasn't us. They set us up. And like, that's about all he gets out. This guy's just like, blam, blam, blam. And then that dude's dead. Yes. So. Fred Williamson's fight is over. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I, I don't know. They just kind of say a couple words like, hey, if you're thinking about moving in, don't because yeah. we're here. And mm-hmm. well, if not, we'll be here real soon. So look yeah. out. And Jazzy Jeff says, well, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah. And then they just kind of walk off as all the cops are rolling up. <laughs> yes. The cops have finally arrived. And then- <laughs> because the best like when when the when the notion that there was going to be a gang war breaking out happens, they, they have a scene with the mayor and the mayor's like, uh, there's going to be a gang war. I won't be here. I'll be at a mayor's conference in New yeah. Orleans. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. I just it, the entire like, town has deal exploded. With it. I'm going to be at a conference. You guys take care of things while I'm gone. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to cancel. This is very important. Yeah. I have non-refundable yeah. airlines. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I I didn't book Southwest. It's not like I can get my money back. <laughs> I I, might, I have to use I'm that fl- vacation time before the year's up. Yeah. I'm flying on TWA, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. Pan Am tickets, I, I got first class. They booked me first class. <laughs> I can't just pass on that. You don't understand, this is Qantas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they never crash. Yeah. Piedmont. Oh. <laughs> Welcome There's to the- Defunct <laughs> Airline yeah. Talk. I think Qantas is still around, aren't they? I, they probably I are. Think, yeah, yeah, wasn't it so. Lingus is the one in Scotland? Um, oh. No, Air Lingus. Lingus. Air Lingus is the official Irish yeah. airline. They're uh, still, I think that's a club alive. you join. Yeah, you join <laughs> Air Lingus. <laughs> right, the Mile Air Lingus Club. <laughs> <laughs> the Myelatio Club. <laughs> Myelatio. Oh, Ralph Myelatio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Here. How did we end up here? I don't know. The uh, movie's over. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's over. They walk away, the cops show up. And, Value jet. Yeah. <laughs> Ryanair. No, that one's still have in business. We, have we missed any of them yet? Braniff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> ah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought it was going to be the typical 90s movie ending where like slowly pan out as the cops show up. Yeah. Yeah, the cops show up and then it cuts to a helicopter shot yeah. of 
cop showing up. So they ruined it. Yeah. Eh. Oh, well. Yeah. But it's over. So. Yeah. Are there Stargroves? It's no. hard to tell. Mm-hmm. There was a now, song in the credits called Original Gangsters, but fuck if I know what song that was. I yeah. will say, the soundtrack is pretty fucking good, though. There's I, some good songs it was, on it. it was, there were a lot of jams. Yeah. It's all right. It feels like one of those, like, well, we couldn't get the big song from this person, so yeah. we just got another song. <laughs> right. <laughs> not the it, B it, side, but just... But not even that. Like, yeah. like it just does, like, it's like, yeah, this sounds like a song I kind of recognize that kind of sounds like something else, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Well, I liked it. Yeah. Fred Williamson's intro music is pretty rad. Yeah. Plus, there's, like, yeah. there's a, there's an overly complex bar band playing in the shitty bar yes. that Fred Williamson goes yeah. into. Like... It's the shy, the the shy lights. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, it's just there's too many members for this shitty of a town and this shitty of a bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, mean, they're like doing Marvin Gaye type. It was music. actually a Marvin Gaye song. It was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But but I mean, it sounds you know like like that sort of really yeah awesome early seventies mm-hmm. soul sound. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's like oh, there's just a live band playing it in this bar. Yeah. And, and we I'm like, like, okay, now I see why no one wants to leave Gary, yeah. Indiana. They're like, but the Shy Lights are playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every night. The Shy Lights play every night. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we have gunfire, but there's earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no Stargrove. No. Nope. No Ensigns. Mm-mm. Nah. No. But I do. can go. Okay. I, I'm only going one jocks. I mean, it's not bad, and that explosion earns it that jocks, but. It just doesn't play out like anything you'd want it to play out would. Like, you know, they talk about getting getting revenge and we got to get back at all these guys. But then they're like, eh, but I feel kind of bad for doing it. But then it's like, all right, but this guy killed my son. So, all right, I'm going to kill him. And it just doesn't play out very satisfyingly at all, especially for that guy, because it's like you want him to die. And he just kind of, eh. It's a little bit too moral. Yeah. Like, and. And that hamstrings it a lot. I it think. does. Yeah, it's like they won't commit one way or another. Yeah, it's like they want to. They want to do the whole like, well, we got a message here, but they also want to do the, but yo, you gotta, like, you kind of gotta kill these guys. You know, it's like, it, yeah. It, yeah, you can't do the revenge and the rehabilitation at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's, you got to pick one or the other. It's got to be like this is a tragedy or this is a we have to destroy. We have to level this town and start over. Mm-hmm. And it needed to be we need to level this town and start over. Yes. So. So yeah, but I mean, it's it's just it's it's not as satisfying as I wanted to be, but I didn't hate it, so I can only go like one jocks. Okay, I can go one better than that. I can give it two jocks. Okay. Anybody else? Any takers? I can also give it two jocks. All right. Um, you're right that it wasn't that great, and it it did not have like the dialogue that I wanted it to have. Like it it was not smooth dialogue. It was really not delivered well most of the time, but. The friggin' KO dude just acting his brains out, like not acting very well, but but really going for it. I really loved every time he showed up on screen with a different stupid haircut, like a different <laughs> his, dumb perm. His acting had quantity, not quality. <laughs> it yes, it did. There was a lot of acting there. It was there. bountiful. <laughs> the volume was at an 11. Look at all this acting. Yes, we have done. Cornucopia of acting. <laughs> he went to Sam's Club and bought acting. <laughs> like, Gross of acting. <laughs> one palette of acting, please. Um <laughs> and you know there were some good fights there was some you know, some good actions fucking great explosions at the risk of many people's lives so you know it's 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 a two joxer yeah. it's like Mackie said not great but I, I think it's fairly palatable 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with the two jocks. I, I think that just blowing up those houses gets a jocks on its own because good oh, yeah. God. <laughs> um, and then the rest of it, I mean, you know, I like seeing all these guys back together again and Pam Greer. Um, but it's just like they don't utilize everyone. Pro- like Jim Brown is utilized like, yeah, Jim Brown How has you a murder want boner. Jim Brown to be yeah. utilized. And he just he wants to punch everyone to death. And I'm like, yeah, that's good yes and fred williamson kind of wants to do that but he has to be the balance mm-hmm. but then it's just like wh- why do you have cameos from 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 shaft and superfly like to fucking join up yeah. yeah like they weren't busy yeah you know and it's just i've i've seen other fred williamson directed movies and this is better than all those and i i kind of have to give credit to larry cohen i guess because he co-directed some part of it um but the disjointedness of it is very similar to other Fred Williams movies of just like, I see what you're going for, but it's like, you're not getting there. It's you're mm-hmm. meandering around it for some reason. It's just like, get to it, do the thing. So yeah, it's, you know, it, it has, it's fun. It has the potential to be a lot of fun and it's not. And, you know, I really wanted them to just fucking nuke the city like that. I've, had to have been the only reason. I just wanted them to like storm the fucking gang compound like three the hard way style. And yes. Just like, all right, you know what? Take the fight to them. Just yeah. fucking murder them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what you want in the when they set you up for that somewhat. But then they're like, oh, but the people of the city have to be good. You yeah. Know, it just. Eh. I mean, also, all they did was kill the leader, the two heads of this one gang. Now there's going to be 16 shitheads trying to take over the shitty gang. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, because they're going to stick around and keep the town clean. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Sure. Um, this is one of those weird ones where I, I'm squarely between a two and a three jocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to lean towards the two jocks because, like, there there's a lot of stuff in this I I really like, and then it's it's I think its biggest crime is that it just doesn't nail the high points right, or it sets you up with like a fuck yeah let's do this moment, and then just like I said it just whiffs so many of those. Um, yeah, and that's really disappointing because, you know, the, all the motivation is there. I, I like the motivation not being, you know, so, some sort of throwback. Like, I mean, this is weird to say, but like, at least in this era, like not being some completely racially motivated thing. Right. You know, because like, I feel like that wouldn't have played in 96. Unfortunately, now you could bring it back. It's come but, back around. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> like... Just that being, you know, the driving force of it, I think is interesting and, and, a, and a good departure slash sort of homage to that genre. But yeah, it's just it's very disappointing. And and while I like a lot of the casting of like the not big people, some people are just like so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we really uh, talked about just how bad the informant kid is. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, his he's, acting is atrocious. He's a monotone, rapid fire delivery. Yeah. It's just like, okay, kid, learn to inflect. Right. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's a shame because, there, I mean, that there's several decent explosions. Obviously, the house explosions being the biggest one, but mm-hmm. like that, you know, you can't really sleep on that other like drive by explosion thing that was pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, the ending's just kind of a little bit of a wet fart. It's like, okay, yeah sure you paired off the people that need to get some revenge sort of like you know everybody kind of got their guy mm-hmm. sort of but it's just it wasn't satisfying enough yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't i don't know i i just think its biggest crime is that i mean this is clearly supposed to be nostalgia for mm-hmm. 
black exploitation movies. You've got a black exploitation director. You've got the cast of every black exploitation movie that was a big hit in the seventies, and none of it is any kind of like. There's no feel of that whatsoever, and I'm not saying there has to. I mean, I'm not saying there has to be pimps and you know just jive talking and all that. There doesn't have to like the seventiesness of it doesn't have to be there, but. Those movies had a style and they had a a beat for beat thing that a lot of them would do. And I'm going to say it. A lot of those movies are better made than this. Yeah. 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 And those movies were made quick and on the cheap. Well, see, it's it's funny because I didn't know about the, you know, the tombstone-esque co-directing bullshit of this movie. Right. You know, and now that you say that, I totally can see it because I feel like that's the thing is it, it really... I don't normally notice that, like when they replace directors or people are co-directing or whatever. I don't normally notice like, oh, this scene was clearly done by this person and this one clearly done by this person. Mm -hmm. I can totally tell it about this movie. There are scenes that are just straight up disjointed and not like they didn't get enough coverage to make it transition from one thing to the other. And then like it's like but the overarching thing was kind of held together pretty well. Right. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's disappointing because like I feel like there's there's better things to be had here, especially Mm -hmm. You know, this age, like this is a good age for these people. Like you couldn't do it now. They're trying. Well, they've tried that Kickstarter for that. That was supposed to be like, hey, all the stars of original gangsters are back. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing is like this came out 20 plus years after black exploitation kind of had its day. Yeah. And this is 20 plus years ago. This movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't need you, to see this. We've now. gone too far. Like, I don't need to see. You know Jim Brown fighting osteoporosis. You know, I, <laughs> let's let's leave him where he is. Well, it know? is the true silent killer. I know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. okay. <laughs> Strong finish there with osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, Bam Cast. Second half. The half where Chuck talks about 87 movies that he's watched this week. Yep. I watched a lot of movies. Welcome to the Chuck half. Chuck half. Chaff. The y'all, Chaff. Y- <laughs> yes. Uh, y'all can join in. Okay. Nah. If you like. But nah. okay. So <laughs> this side of the table killing it. <laughs> BJ loved the timing on that. So I'm going to I'm going to rush through some movies here real quick. Okay. Um, Why don't you explain to people why you've watched so many movies? Well, because uh, we are approaching January, which is when we will give away our Golden Jocks Awards. Mm. And Mm. since I looked at my list of movies, (laughs) I looked at my list of 2018 movies that I'd seen and I'd seen like 11 movies. And I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably watch some more. That's like twice as many as BJ usually sees. I I think you have me beat as well. But I mean, like two of them were like big movies I hated, like Jurassic World and Ready Player One. And I'm like, well, I should. See oh, some. fuck. I've seen both those. Yeah. And like they and I've seen no the awards. Predator. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Man. So anyway, my bottom five's looking good. Yeah. Your bottom five should be fine. Um, so anyway, here's some movies. These are quick recommendations. Um, there's uh, some of these are these first two are on Amazon Prime. So the first one's called Acts of Vengeance which um, is one of those direct-to-video Bruce Willis things. Mm. Uh, he is luckily only a secondary character in this film. Uh, okay. Cole Hauser is the actual star of this film. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, uh, lucky for us. Uh, Iceman is in it. Like, a bunch of people are in this movie. Iceman? Yeah. Like Val not, Kilmer? Not Val Kilmer. The X-Men Iceman. Oh. Which, Sean Ashmore. Oh, I can never remember uh, which Ashmore is which. Yeah. Uh, the the guy from uh, the the time travel Xbox game. Okay. With with little finger. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm Qu- saying I honestly, break. I honestly can't tell you which Ashmore is which. Okay. I mean, <laughs> right. It's just an Ashmore. Um. Anyway, it's a movie about uh human trafficking and like some dudes are like, nah, this won't stand, and so they go and murder all the human traffickers. Uh, it's better than it has any right to be. All right. Especially for a 2018 directed video Bruce Willis movie. So okay, there's that. Watch Acts of Violence. Uh, the other movie on Amazon Prime is called Bent which is another one of those. There's a hundred people in this like Carl Urban, um, who was, he's a cop who went to jail for something he didn't do. And now he's pissed Mm. and he has to do a lot of things and investigate stuff. It's like a, it's like a Jack Reacher kind of thing. Okay. It's like, there's this conspiracy happening around him and he's kind of sucked into it, but not really aware of it. Um, it's entertaining. Um, it's got a lot of people in it. Andy Garcia is in it. Um, it's just another one of those, hey, that guy, hey, this person, you know, it's, hey, yeah, people getting work. Mm-hmm. So those two are fine. Um, and then a movie on Netflix called Anon, 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 it's anonymous. Uh, it's a Clive Owen movie. Uh, it's from the director of Gattaca and the guy who wrote uh, The Truman Show. Oh. Um, In Time, that stuff. Yeah. Um, so imagine. Where's he been? <laughs> I, making Netflix movies. Yeah. Uh, imagine a future where we all have watchdog powers. Uh, where you just look at someone and their entire personal history pops up in your field oh. of vision. Oh, the game watch underscore dogs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it. We all have things in our heads that tell us everything and record everything. And everyone's like, this is super cool. And I was like, this is super frightening. I don't want this. Um, and there's a serial killer who's able to erase people's memories. Oh, no. Which is not their memories. It's their recorded history. But apparently in this world, it's like if your recorded history is gone, you fuck your memory. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, yeah. So Clive Owen's a cop. He's got to figure out who's doing this. Um, it's interesting. It's it's a near future hellscape. It's like a feature length Black Mirror episode, basically. Everyone says that. Everyone's okay. like, this is a shitty Black Mirror episode. It's it's better than that. Like the reviews of this are just savage, hmm. but it's better than that. It's it's interesting. And kind of thought provoking and something that demands like discussion afterwards. It's one of those like, how would you feel about having this in your head? What would you do? You know, it's just like, I want it. No, I do not. <laughs> I do not want this shit in my head. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I watched it. It's fine. Yeah, I want to see that one. It's, what a review. It's fine. It's good. It's entertaining. It's mostly insignificant. The The stakes in that movie are not big. You know, I mean, coming out of a couple months after the Avengers, it's like, yeah, but... Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, come on, you gotta scale down from there. I know. Okay, I agree. All right. I, I, like I said, it's fine. It's just, it's just, it's personal stakes. I'm fine. I, I like the Marvel movies that are personal yeah, stakes. It's, it's totally okay. Uh, right. They do more creepy de aging of people, which is mm. somehow I expect that in all the Marvel movies now for some reason, and I really enjoy it. Um, there's one Michael Pena line that just fucking killed me. Like whoever wrote that sentence of dialogue, I demand get an award of some kind. It is just fantastic. Um, But yeah, there's some good stuff in that. It's fine. It's good. You should watch that. Uh, Then I watched Skyscraper. Oh, that's got the rock in it. It does. It has the rock in it. That movie is fucking stupid. 
Yay! Stupid good. Stupid good. All right. Yay. Because for every stupid thing that happens and every motherfucker you know who's in the audience going, no, that can't happen. I'm like, The Rock could do that. <laughs> the Rock oh. could do that. Okay. He could turn a torpedo on the ice. He can fucking do that. So there was nothing in this movie that wasn't believable for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Everything right. that The Rock does, I'm like, yeah, The Rock could do that. Um, it's real dumb. Holy hell, it's real dumb. But like... At every opportunity, you just kind of nod and go, yeah, this is dumb. It's I, fantastic. I spell this year's Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Top three. No, it's not that high. Oh. It was fourth. Oh. Yeah, Pompeii was... Pompeii is pretty good. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the movie I want to talk about most is Solo. I watched Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with Star Wars people. That movie's great. It is. That movie's a lot of fun. It is. I, I had... So I had zero expectations going into that because I just don't like prequels to anything because you know they have to hit certain story beats for yeah. whatever dumb reason. And this movie does that. But none of them felt, maybe one or two of them, but none of them really felt so gratuitous that I was angry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you're just going to have these certain moments where it's like, yeah, this has to happen. And then it does happen. And you're like, yeah, okay, that had to happen. But... I mean, there's there's like one moment where Han's flying the Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca has to get in his seat and the movie's like, oh my God, it's the first time they've sat together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe that didn't need that. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I'm sure they flew together a lot. This is not that big of a deal. Um I, like I mean, all- I'm kind of glad they did that rather than like some kind of like want, want moment, moment where it's like. They were in opposite seats. And oh, like, yeah. this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Like something was like, wink to the audience. Yeah. You get this. Yeah. And it really doesn't do that. That's what I mean. Um, like, a lot of movies would have done that these days. It's like, yeah, like subverted expectation. Yeah. Like there's something that happens towards the end that seems to be directly because of some fan controversy related to the special editions. Like a specific plot moment at the end of the film feels like it's a shout out to this cause that people created about maybe a character should... Mm-hmm fire their projectile weapon first or something and it's like even the movie doesn't call that out like no one says like you always got to shoot first kid or anything like no one says Mm. that and i appreciate them not going that far with it um but i like all the characters in this i'm kind of bummed that some of them aren't sticking around man like the crew they assemble in the beginning of the movie yeah i was like fuck why did they have to break up yeah you know what like i wanted the whole movie to be Han and yes. Chewie hanging out with them yes. for the rest of the movie. And when two-thirds of them are immediately gone, you're just like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, one of them I didn't give a shit about. The other one I cared about a lot. Oh, yeah. And was like, no, too soon, damn it. Now yeah. I need a prequel yeah, you gotta for, keep the for gang that together. character. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep the gang together. You yeah. freak them up like that. Yeah, I just, man, I just, people just need to have fun. That movie's fun. It's a heist movie. It's, it's, everyone's like, this movie's too dark. Like, no. What? They have a fucked up backstory. Like, they just do. Mm-hmm. And for all the, the trouble that that movie had behind the scenes, it doesn't feel like it. Not at all. I never felt like, oh, that scene was clearly directed. Like, the only scene I could tell was directed by Ron Howard was because Clint Howard showed up. I was like, well, yeah. that scene was very clearly directed by <laughs> yeah. Ron Howard because there's fucking Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah. I did not know Clint Howard's goofy ass. Was like, oh, he's in like every yeah. Ron Howard movie. I know, yeah. but I didn't like, <laughs> I, I guess I didn't expect that to be he in a Star Wars. He is well Wars. used. Yes. 
Yes, it, absolutely. it is not like he's like not like in a bar, you know. Hey, yeah, waving. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, you want no. <laughs> yeah. no, he is definitely a weird character doing weird things yep. in he's an appropriate setting in for a very a weird Star Warsy way. Yeah, like yeah, that he totally fits in there. I, the only thing that the the whole droid, well, I mean, whatever. I don't know the droid thing. L three. Yeah, but like a specific thing that she does at a certain point was very Lord Miller esque to me. Hmm. Like they were like, it just felt like a thing that I think they thought was cleverer than it really was, just because it, it it feels like it stems from a comic book discussion mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. Like the the clerk style, like you know, contractors on the Death Star it, right, thing, right? And it was just like, ah, uh, this does not play like you want it to play, and it's mm-hmm. bad. That's I I love Solo. I love ninety to ninety five percent of it. I just really hate that because yeah. it just feels straight out like. Yeah, what if, you know, yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, the the only thing that I rolled my eyes at and I I really mostly like solo aside from this was just he has a motivation in the first act of I have to get back to this character. I have to get back to this character. That is my only motivation. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like tap on the shoulder. Oh, hey. So what you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> that was your entire reason for living, <laughs> and you're just like, oh hi, <laughs> mm-hmm. funny running into you here. Well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, that just was like, no, <laughs> that's that's someone couldn't figure out how to get it from point A to point B in the script, and they were just like, what if they're both in the same place? <laughs> it's dumb. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I-, I thought Paul Bettany was appropriately just kind of like slicky boy and gross and all of the same things um there's one villain reveal late in the film where i was just like eh, really i don't care yeah <laughs> that, that, that's the one where i'm like eh, did you really even need that yeah when they did that i was like really why are we all right yeah. <laughs> whatever dude but yeah i mean like for all these people saying things like this story didn't need to be told fuck you <laughs> this movie's fun mm-hmm. and I have no problem with that. Like, no, the dude doesn't look or sound anything like Harrison Ford. He kind of threw out some of his mannerisms every once in a while. Like, I was on board with him pretty much immediately. I had no problems with him at all. Yeah, I liked him. I honestly, like, this is probably going to, like, sick the hounds on me, but, like, I didn't think Donald Glover was all that great in that movie. I was so on board with Donald, like, everything. I mean, like, he's not Billy Dee Williams. I know. But... Like I like Billy D. Williams way more. Yeah. Yes. Me too. I, and that and maybe it's because I wanted to like Donald Glover as much as I as I love Billy D. Williams. I get that. And that maybe I, I like I judge him a little wrong, but yeah. I just like there's a different energy to him and it, there's like a sad sack thing going on almost mm. throughout that is like Well you don't that get doesn't any, feel like Lando. Well you don't get me. any actual Lando character. You get Lando mannerisms like you never mm-hmm. understand what that dude is or what he's about yeah it's just I'm here I'm Lando I have capes mm-hmm. have you seen my capes you know, it's yeah. just like oh he likes capes okay I yeah mean, so yeah. it just it, it always feels <laughs> weird to me that everybody's like man I want a Lando movie you know I want I'm on a Donald Glover Lando movie more mm-hmm. than anything and it's like from that I don't know if I do I like, do. like in watching the trailer I did because mm-hmm. yeah. you watch the trailer you're like yeah. fuck yes but then you watch the movie and you're like hmm he does not seem to get the hero entrance that his, the trailer seemed to give him. Oh, yeah. Like, the trailer uses a shot that should be like, oh, shit. And the movie's just like, oh, here's Lando. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm. 
So I don't know. Maybe they used footage that Ron Howard did not shoot for the trailer, and yeah, then who knows? But see, I here's the thing about um, not Harrison Ford kid mm-hmm. is um I I would rather buy into somebody not looking or sounding, but eventually, sort of like the like the Chris Pine to to William Shatner thing, like. Yeah. It took the entire first movie and then the finally him just kind of having that swagger and like the last shot of the original Star Trek before I finally went, oh, yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's he's James Kirk. Yeah. And like, I felt like that dude built to that, like mm-hmm. where I was like, OK, I'm starting to get some Han Solo swagger about you rather than doing the dumb thing like Looper, where it's like, right. Oh, oh no, I, you have to put really dumb prosthetics, prosthetics. on Jiggle so that you look like <laughs> the guy who's in the movie for 15 minutes. Right. It's like, no, fuck you. I have a suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Don't do that. That's more distracting than me just turning my brain off and going, yep, he's a young Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I just, I keep hearing argument. Like, man, I had, I sent out one tweet about this movie where I was just like, Solo's good. Star Wars nerds are dumb. And then this is, tweet has just gone crazy. Um, and I so I just keep hearing takes about this movie and people are like, well, I would have preferred to see what Solo was up to after the original trilogy and before, you know, the new stuff. And I'm like, you're not fucking getting Harrison Ford to do that. Harrison Ford yeah. doesn't want to do any of this shit. They're lucky they got him for the last for yeah for seven. Yeah. Also, he's like seventy five years old. Yes. The time has passed. Yeah. Let that go. <laughs> like, yeah, I would like to see it, but do it as an animated thing or something Why off to you, the side. You yeah. could have spent that resources on making a Luke Skywalker movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, why didn't they just use that money to go back and take Rose out of, uh, out of the seventh one? That would have been better. I had to put on my rose-colored glasses that I removed her from the movie. Yeah. Did you digitally remove those magnetic bombs from, uh, from, from the big starship, please? Because um, gravity's not in space. I, I appreciated that there were some, there were a co- Okay, so like the lore references in Solo were not fucking punching you in the face. It wasn't just pan over and there's fucking R two D two just like, hey, I'm over here. R two D two jacking it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> jacking it. <laughs> I meant by you know sticking out his metal dick and talking to a computer. That's right, jacking it, jacking it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What the fuck are you thinking? I don't know. I really As don't. You do. That's yeah. the only way I know to jack it. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that there was almost a Star Wars holiday special reference in there a little bit. <laughs> like a very tiny, yeah, tiny bit. I mean, that's I'm OK with that. Wait, hold on. You're going to have to tell me that one because I, I don't think I caught that. OK, <laughs> I did catch the hardware wars thing in, in episode eight. Yeah, yeah. Like that right away. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And God, I laughed like an idiot when like the the robots were freed and just little stupid robots were just stomping on computer consoles and all this dumb bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like simple task robots who can't fucking do anything were just like, man, fuck this shit up, freedom. Yep. <laughs> just stomping on keyboards and stuff. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I still appreciate that they embrace all the analog technology. Oh yeah, yeah, like that one of the places they go in that movie just had just consoles of analog monitors and knobs and Good. switches I also and shit. like that the Empire's theme song is actually in in universe now yeah as a major key version of that of the Empire <laughs> yeah. of the Imperial March yeah as a recruitment video thing mm-hmm. yeah. yep 
I don't know. I just it's I, just like Fox Mulder's phone ringing with the X Files. No, theme. that's bad. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. That's bad. <laughs> that's the oh, worst. That, that's bad. That's bad. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Draw a line in the fucking sand. I yeah. did. I did it right there. <laughs> Anything new X Files is trash. <sighs> but yeah, Solo's Solo's a lot of fun. I, I wish I like it. I wish the fandom would fix their shit. No. It's broken. It's I, done. I was having this discussion with people earlier today, and I honestly think the the major and and look, if you're not one of them, I don't want to hear it. I don't. This is not an invitation to bitch at me about Star Wars. <laughs> I think that the majority of people that are complaining about the new Star Wars are the ones that grew up with the prequels, and they think that that shit is Star Wars. Well, <laughs> and I understand. I this is the weirdest thing to me that there are. Prequel, uh, prequel uh, defenders. There are there are not only prequel defenders, but they are writing like shame pieces. Like it's time to leave the prequels alone. You know <laughs> yeah. that's that's where like film journalism is no. now. It's like it's time to stop. It's not. They're bad. It's time to stop shitting on the prequels. It's like you know what? Nah. I love them. I've watched them multiple times. <laughs> yeah. but they're bad. Yeah, they're they're bad. They films. are not good movies. Yeah, they get moderately better as they go along. Yeah, sure. Hmm. I mean, anyone that, says, at us. anyone that says episode two is worse than episode one is full of shit. I agree with you completely. Episode because one episode is one worst. is fucking the worst. If <laughs> it wasn't for the Mar- mall fight at the end, that yeah. movie would have fucking nothing. Yep. And at least two has some cool shit smattered mm-hmm. about uh, of all the bad love dialogue. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And three's pretty close to watchable. I should try spinning. Spinning is a good trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars. Yeah. Fix your shit, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or don't. Just stop stop saying you're a Star Wars yeah, fan. Yeah, it's just, it's sad. It's it's pretty close to the movie that they probably act like they want. Mm-hmm. And yet, they gave it to them, and they're like, no, we're not watching that. Man, it, like. This one detail is wrong. Fuck I mean, the whole I thing. I mean, I hate to, I hate to, like focus on these kinds of things when i was watching it but like when i was just watching a bunch of bunch of dudes running around shooting things i was like you fucking nerds this is what you've been screaming for it's just a bunch of dudes running around shooting things you fucking nerds mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you tell them yeah. <laughs> i don't even know Call what you're talking about yeah. i mean and you mean it like jesus <laughs> the he only lady the only lady and this is a robot no <laughs> for most a- of it uh it, it, and it was also Here freaking me out how tiny Mother of Dragons actually is. Like, oh, she's yeah. a little person. <laughs> well, I yeah, noticed that in, in Terminator Genesis as yeah. well. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, she's Genesis. super short. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Man, they just, they they rated, like, the, the HBO casting couch for that movie. <laughs> it was like, all the stars of your favorite HBO shows are here. <laughs> True Detective and Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And another one that I've already forgotten. Paul yeah. Bettany. Yeah. I don't know what HBO show is. Mm. Yeah. I always confuse him with Jude Law because I, I was about to say the Young Pope, but then it's like, nope, that's a different dude. Yeah, no. I was really wondering where Jude Law was before the newest Harry Potter-esque thing. He like, was the Young Pope. He was the Young Pope. Young Pope. Young Pope. I just, I mean, seriously, like, I just felt like Jude Law disappeared off the map, and then it's like, he's young. Oh, you missed Dumbledore. that whole wave of, of early Pope-ness. 2018 Young Pope Twitter jokes. Oh. <laughs> I, apparently I did. Yeah. Jude Law works. I think he just does a lot of that shit that no one watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like New Pope. <laughs> <laughs> new Pope. New, new Pope. Pope. New Pope. Gotta smoke that New Pope. New Pope. Mm. 
Yeah, he's got a whole list of shit. every day. He's in Captain Marvel, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's the original. He's he's Captain (laughs) Marvel. Yes, he is. Oh, I didn't realize that. He was in that King Arthur movie. Which one? (laughs) The the Guy Ritchie one. Oh. No shit. I didn't know that. You should watch that. Should I? That that movie's yeah. Okay. That movie's yeah. That okay. That's a description. You start watching it, you're like, fuck, another King Arthur movie. And then like five minutes in you realize it's more of a Guy Ritchie movie and it's doing all the Guy Ritchie things and you're like, Okay, yeah. So they have the, they plan a heist to steal Excalibur? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And they do like montages to pass time, like a fucking Scorsese movie, and you're just like, What? This is crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that King Arthur movie's alright. Alright. <laughs> and if you want to know what Jude Law's up to. I apparently I've just been I've been sleeping on the Jude Law thing, I guess. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, now don't it's time I know to it. break in to the law? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, uh, just not really. <laughs> you gotta say you not... gotta break in the law. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all you could. <laughs> so <you're> talking... <laughs> I was just, I was just break into the law. I was trying to joke. It didn't work. Yeah, I object. Like, law, like a lot of my jokes law. lately. Anyway. What are we jokes. stealing? The law. <laughs> it's on the back of the Constitution. This law is trying to tell us the law something. is on the front of the. Con- <laughs> this time, the law is on the front of the Constitution. We're gonna break into it. One side of the Constitution is always lying. <laughs> the other side always tells the truth. <laughs> I think we've got another movie, guys. Oh my god. Oh man. Did anybody else watch anything? Hell no. no. I mean, yeah. I have, but okay. I don't feel like talking about it now. I watch TV. But yeah, same here. Who cares? TV's crap. Mm, TV's awesome. <laughs> it's garbage. Actually. Not good TV. Good no. TV's good. There's more Great British Bake Off on Netflix, so mm. watch some of that. Okay. And I've watched some Canadian television again. Mm. Uh, there's a show called Letterkenny. I've seen about four episodes, five episodes maybe. It is funny as shit. All right. It's hard to describe, but it's another like... What's it a boot? It's a it's a book Canadians, yeah. <laughs> um, just Canadian fuckery. About a boot yeah. half an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a boot half an hour. I, I don't even know how to describe it other than it's just like a, a about these people that are Canadians and they're they drink and fight, mm. and it's mm. so Canadians. The dialogue is snappy. So it's funny. like a Canadian Game of Thrones. Is Russell Crowe in it? <laughs> no, no, and no. Um, oh. It is not like. Fighting over giant pieces of territory. Oh, oh huge yeah. tracts of land. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. it's funny as shit. I, I like it a lot. Mm. That's all I've watched. All right. Okay. Is that going to about do it then? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. So, BJ. Yes. If people want to get in touch with us, what should they do? They should go to bmfcast.com and click on all the buttons on the right-hand side and then communicate with us in all those different ways. Or, if you'd like to go directly to an email... BMF at BMFcast.com. Or if you'd like to call us on the Garfield phone, 9105 Jocks BMF or 9105569263. Or if you want to put money directly in our pockets, go to patreon.com slash BMFcast. That's sort of indirectly. I mean That's directly in our pockets. A, that's as directly in our pockets as you can reasonably do. Directly oh, through well, a middle. I don't know about man. that. Okay, you can mail us cash. No, no, but, I mean you oh. can come put it directly in my pocket. Well, yeah, you could do that too. But All I mean, of our like, pockets. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you know, like we waffle with free hugs uh, with cash in the pockets. Free hugs if you slip a <laughs> yeah. fiver in it's my pocket. Not really free. Free esque. Oh, free fiver now? What's our fiver account number? <laughs> free. Yeah. Free with donation. <laughs> anyway. 
put some money in our pockets with patreon.com slash bmfcast mm. um also thank you so much um to all of our wonderful patrons who have uh who have donated to us already and uh who have donated us to uh, donated to us in the past uh y'all are great and we love you thank you very much um it means the world to know that you're out there supporting us with your hard-earned dollars. Yep. Indeed. Thanks. Well, That's my moment of sincerity. Uh-huh. Let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Happy Turkey Day, you turkeys. Turkey Day.